0: Hey everyone, this is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 3. Today is part two of the episode I began last week on what my wife and I learned in long term suffering. I want to share with you today what I learned and practiced when I began to feel numb inside from years of suffering while leading a large church. Over a five-year span of time, trying to lead a church and staff, and also taking care of my wife through multiple surgeries, serious medical diagnoses, and years of brain testing, I found myself weary. And for the first time in my life, I felt a lack of passion and drive. I remember waking up one day and just feeling numb inside. I had this empty feeling inside of me. For me, This is the total opposite of who I am. I'm an achiever, highly driven, very passionate about what I do. I'd never felt a weariness to this extent. Something overnight changed inside of me. It was a feeling I'd never had before. During this stage where I was feeling numb inside, I continued to stay committed and gave my best to all areas of my life. This had nothing to do with my spiritual life being in decline. Sometimes people think that, but it had nothing to do with that. I was still reading my Bible every day, praying every day, being purposeful to help and to serve people, etc. I was empty, I was sapped, I was weary, and I was spent from a long season of walking with my wife through her suffering and at the same time trying to lead and carry out all my responsibilities. I want to be a help to those of you who, over a long period of time, have just become weary. You're feeling numb inside. You're lacking the passion and drive you once had. And I know this is really general concerning those who feel this way. I know leaders feel this way at times. Just living life, for those of you who are just living life and it's been heavy and burdensome, here are a few things I learned in that season. You can think of these concepts or practical encouragement as practices when you are feeling weary and numb inside, whether you're a leader who is experiencing suffering or you're not a leader, but you've experienced suffering and come to this point. These are relevant to anyone who is feeling this way, anyone who has experienced long-term suffering leading to a numbness, a weariness, a change inside of you That you'd never felt before. I am hopeful that these concepts or practices will help you. So let's dig in. There's seven of them. The first is this keep your heart connected to God. I cannot emphasize this enough. During this season, I did not disconnect from God because I was weary or numb inside. I kept my practice of prayer and reading scripture and living my life to help others, as I said before. I look back now, in retrospect, and I'm so glad I did this. In fact, I want you to know that God is near to weary people. That God enters into your weariness, your numbness, your sapping your of life and energy and passion and this achieving spirit. He enters into that and he helps us through it. In fact, there's this amazing description of God. In Isaiah chapter 40, it says this, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. Even young people grow tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on e- on wings, pardon me, like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. It's amazing to me that God, He is a realist. He says, people grow weary. My children grow weary. Young people grow weary. Even young men stumble and fall. In him, we can find strength in the midst of weariness. In him, we can find the ability to carry on and have fortitude in the midst of our numbness or weariness. So keep your heart connected to God. Number two, keep your life engaged with people. I needed people. In this season of life, we experienced hardship, pain, loss, discouragement, weariness, like I've never experienced before. Having people around me that encouraged me and supported me through this long season was so important and valuable. There were a few friends that were so kind to me. They encouraged me, They allowed me to process with them through the entire five to six year period. And I think about those people, maybe some of them are listening. I am forever grateful for each of them and how they helped me to keep going even when I felt like quitting some of the things that I was doing. It's important for us not to disengage with people. Our natural inclination is to isolate ourselves, but isolation never leads to healing. Isolation never leads to strength to carry on. So I want to encourage you, keep your life engaged with people. The third thing that I learned or practiced was this, don't quit what you're doing. There's a line of wisdom that basically says this, the worst time to make a major life decision in your life is in the middle of a crisis or suffering. It's the worst time to make a major life decision. Headspace is sometimes unclear. It's also a time where our emotions are very strong and complex. So my encouragement to you is to keep living life. I did not have a choice because of all my vocational and relational responsibilities. I couldn't just push the eject button and say, I'm quitting, I'm quitting my job, too much, too many responsibilities. But I look back and I think those responsibilities were actually a blessing. We need to keep living life even when we feel like hiding in a corner and shutting everything off. That may be your feeling or your thought or your temptation today, but don't go to that corner and don't shut life off. Don't quit what you're doing. Fourth, perseverance is hard, but the best thing you can do. Perseverance is the daily choice to keep going despite your adversity and suffering. And there were so many days that I didn't want to get out of bed. There were so many days that I was like, I don't feel like taking steps forward. I don't feel like persevering today. I feel like just sitting in this numbness, this discouragement, this pain, this loss, this weariness. But the days that I said, no, I'm going to persevere. I'm grateful that I said that. I'm grateful that I made that decision. Perseverance is very hard when you're weary from adversity and suffering, but I want to encourage you to keep going. I just learned the simple truth. Take one day at a time and one step at a time. Perseverance doesn't have to be this intimidating, overarching concept. It can be a simple day-to-day reality of saying, I'm going to move forward today and I'm going to take one step at a time. Number five, get the help you need to navigate and process through the challenging emotions and complexity of suffering you're going through. If you feel like you can't keep going or you have experienced this shift inside of you for far too long, please, I can't say this with enough emphasis and heart, please get help. I sought help many times through those years. I had a therapist. I had mentors, I had pastors I was connected with, and I had really close friends. This collection of people at various times helped me to process through the challenging events and emotions that my wife and I were facing as she battled life-changing medical conditions. And trust me, this was hard. My wife had multiple surgeries. She was always in therapy and recovery. She was being tested for serious neurological conditions. In the middle of that, she got cancer. So the weight that we were carrying over those years was immense. And I needed help. Sometimes I think as a leader, we think we don't need help. Or if we expose that we need help, we look weak. Don't even worry about those inner voices in your head. And don't even worry about what people are going to think about you. Be concerned about getting the help you need. Sometimes we allow the voices inside of us and the voices, potential voices around us, dictate our decisions when the best decision in front of us is to make the decision for healing and health. And to be honest with you, I've learned that the voices around me actually love me and respect me And allow me to influence them more when they know that I'm human too and I needed help as well. So I wanna encourage you get the help you need. Number six, don't suppress your feelings. If you are feeling numb and weary, it is so easy to suppress those feelings. Suppressing means that you keep it in, you withhold it from communicating to other people. I know I was so afraid to tell people. However, People will love you, encourage you, and help you when you open up, when you let it out, when you quit withholding it. I always say suppression will only make things worse. Suppression is like suffocating your soul. Suppression is like allowing yourself to be paralyzed inside because you're not communicating. You're not emoting what's truly going on inside of you. So. I encourage you because I look back and I'm grateful for the times that I did share, that I did open up. And like you, it was scary. Like you, I did suppress sometimes. But I want to encourage you now, looking back in retrospect from what I learned, choose health and healing over suppression. Choose to emote, choose to share. Choose not to keep things in so that your soul is not suffocated or paralyzed. Choose to communicate and choose to express what you're feeling. Number seven, hope at times will feel elusive, but don't lose it. Hope was a message on repeat for me in that season. I needed hope. I felt like God spoke hope into my heart every single day. I would do my Daily prayers. I would be talking to God when I felt numb or discouraged or weary. And I felt like God said, Wesley, there is hope for better days ahead. There is hope for your future. There is hope for Kara's future. And I needed that. I needed that daily reminder. Hope at times, though, to be honest, it feels elusive. It doesn't feel tangible, but it's always there. Remind yourself of that. I still had God. That's hope. I still had purpose, that's hope. I still had a future, that's hope. I realized that I did have hope even in the midst of my own personal confusion and pain and our suffering. Hope is always there. And I think this is a great place to end. Some of you are in this state. You're feeling like hope is elusive. You've been sapped of energy. You're losing your strength. You're weary. You're feeling numb inside. And I believe that today you're listening to this because you need to be reminded that there is hope for you. There's hope today. There's hope tomorrow. There's hope for your future. There's hope for better days ahead. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to check out next week's episode with Julie And Christian Wilson. They both lead Anthem of Hope, a faith based organization that is directly helping people that are struggling and navigating with mental health. Many of you know this story. I encourage you to listen to next week's episode. Much love. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you were encouraged. I would love for you to help me to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thank you for your support. I can't wait for you to join with me again next week for another episode of Better Days.